welcome to another episode of the Property Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Gordon Tone, and today we're going to be talking about doing the right thing. But before we jump into all that, I thought I'd give you my usual weekly update. So this weekend just gone was really good. I had some family visiting, my parents were visiting, which was really nice. Um, got to go out for dinner for a couple of times with them. Um, and saw my brother again, so that was really good fun, um, because we don't do that anywhere near often enough, so that was really nice. Um, got out and did a park run, although, um, it wasn't raining while we were actually running. It was very muddy underfoot, so by the time we got back, snow, um, our German Shepherd, she was, uh, covered in mud. So, um, when she's super muddy, I whip her straight upstairs and pop her in the shower and shower her off, um, which she enjoys. So, um, took a little while and it took longer to dry than it did to clean her. Um, she never likes being dried, but she enjoys the shower. Um, so, so that was a good weekend had. This weekend coming up, hopefully you're looking forward to the weekend. By the time you hear this, it'll be Thursday. So hopefully you're looking forward to a good weekend. You've got some plans. Um, what have I got this plan this weekend? I'll be doing park run again. Uh, it'll, it'll be my 50th park run. So I'm looking forward to doing that and being able to clean my 50 t-shirt. So that'll be great. Um, super excited about that. Um, and um, I'm getting closer to the end of my language learning challenge. So I'd done, uh, I signed up to do a 90-day language learning challenge. It was called Fluent in Three Months. It was by Benny Lewis. Um, so he's written the Fluent in Three Months book, um, which some of you may have read. Um, I think it's easily available on Amazon and uh, in, in bookstores, things like that. Um, so I recommend that. Um, the challenge has gone really well so far. I think at the moment I'm on day 80, so 80 or 81 maybe. Um, so coming up to the end of it, hopefully but the, the aim is by the end of it that I can have a 15 minute conversation um, with somebody who speaks Spanish fluently. Um, so that should, I'm really excited about seeing the results of that now. Um, so we're getting closer and closer and um, without a doubt my Spanish fluency has increased massively over the last 90 days. I purposely picked Spanish. Um, because it was a, a language that I hadn't um, kind of had any exposure to before. You know, I kind of did French and German a little bit in school, so I had a basic understanding, a real basic understanding of both of those. Um, and weirdly, a bit of my French has come back while picking up Spanish. I think it's similar in places, so that's been, been good. Uh, but like I say, I picked Spanish because I had uh, very limited exposure to it previously, um, and I wanted to see how far I could get with something completely new. And I think um, I've already been amazed by the results, which is great. So I, I thoroughly recommend that challenge if you're thinking of doing a language, uh, if you're thinking of learning a language. Um, and we're going to talk about this a little bit more in, in the actual meat of the podcast as well. So that being said, let's jump into the main topic of today's podcast, which is doing the right thing. And this come about um, from a conversation that I was having with somebody. I'm not going to name them because uh, I don't have podcast insurance. So uh, if I upset people, I can't uh, pay them or do any claims or anything. So I'm going to leave names out of it. So I had a conversation with somebody. Uh, it was actually about language learning. And they were saying that they were always struggling to, uh, to, to learn a language. They've been trying for years and years to learn a language. And um, it seemed like it was making really slow progress. And I kind of told them a little bit about um, how my language learning experience had gone over the last 90 days with the challenge that I was doing. And I was kind of amazed at how my, uh, my fluency had improved. And um, they kind of said, oh, what was the challenge all about? And I kind of described it. And there's, there's lots of parts to the challenge, which is good. 
Um, but the, the main chunk of it is actually speaking the language from day one. So uh, as I've mentioned previously on the podcast, I use um, an app or uh, I think they've also got a website called italki, which is where you can find um, tutors and uh, uh, language teachers um, which speak, um, I think, pretty much any world languages. But obviously, I've been focused on Spanish. Um, and it's a very reasonable cost as well, very cheap. You know, it's like 6 or $7 for half an hour or an hour's lesson, um, depending on the teachers or the tutors. Um, they set their own prices. So I find that really useful. And actually, by speaking the language, it's helped me massively progress. So, you, you know, I was speaking to this individual and they said, you know, how, how, how have you found it? How's it going? And I said, no, really well. And they said, well, what have you been using? Because, um, you know, I've been doing this for a while. I've been using Duolingo. And I said, oh, yeah, great. I use Duolingo as well. I think that's really good. I also use something called Spanish, Spanish Pod, um, which is kind of an audio program, um, which I find very beneficial. I think a lot of other people have tried that before. Um, this other person said they used um, Babel. I, I've not used that before, but I believe it's like Duolingo. I said, oh, that's great stuff. Um, but when do you actually speak the language? Uh, and, she, and they said to me, oh, no, 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 we, we don't speak the language. And I said, well, how, how, how are you learning it without actually speaking it? And they said, well, we don't have anybody to speak to, so um, so we've just been doing the kind of apps and um, doing that. And I said, well, that's where you're finding it difficult because when you get into the live setting, you don't want to speak the language because you're not kind of used to having that conversation. So you need to do the speaking bit. So we either go to a few lessons, local lessons, find some lo- local lessons in your local area, uh, pop along to those and try and have those in-world conversations or go online to italki, like, um, which is what I use, like I just mentioned. And there's probably a dozen other um, sites as well where you can do um, kind of language exchange partners um, where, you know, they teach you for half an hour in whatever the language you want to learn is that they speak and then you speak uh, and train them for half an hour in English because they want to learn English as well. So that can be really useful. So there's a whole host of sites out there uh, websites and apps that you can use to do that. Um, so I recommended doing that. And they said, oh, no, we really, I really don't want to learn. I'm going to stick with kind of what I'm doing and just keep going with the uh, with the um, the apps that I'm using and the books that I'm using. And I said, well, how long how long have you been doing that for? And they said, oh, you know, a couple of years now. And I said, so how, how consistent have you been with it? Because sometimes it's about the consistency of these deliveries. You know, maybe if you're doing it once a week for half an hour, it's not enough. You need to up that two or three times a week, half an hour to an hour. You know, for my challenge, I've been doing it for 45 minutes every night for the 90 days. I committed to 45 minutes for 90 days. And I've always managed, I've not missed a day. I've managed to do that every day, which is great. Um, sometimes I've done more. I think the most I've done is about two hours because um, sometimes I have 90 minute lessons on italki, which are great. So, um, and then um, do my Duolingo and things on top of that and homeworks and things as well. So the longest I've done is two hours, but at minimum I do 45 minutes a night. And they said, oh no, it's not consistency. I'm doing that. I'm doing it at least half an hour a day, every day. And I said, well, to be honest with you, for half an hour a day, every day, you should be, you know, making great progress and you should come on massively. And they said, oh, no, we're not we're not made process progress I would have liked. And I said, well, the only, you know, I'm no expert in this, but what it is, I think it is, is you need to speak the language. And, and, and they said, no, no, we're going to keep keep doing what we're doing. And this is why I said, so how long have you been doing this? And they said a couple of years. So I said, well... You know, if you've been doing it a couple of years, 
due and and your learnings not coming along at the speed you wanted it to, do you think you're doing the right thing? And they said, oh yeah, lots of other people use these apps, you use them and stuff. And I said, yeah, but I use them, but I use them in conjunction with other things as well. Because I said, you know, there's no point being consistent at something if you're consistently doing the wrong things. You might as well not be bothering because, you know, it's, it's wasted efforts. If you're, if you're doing the wrong things, it's going to take you further and further down the wrong path because using this language learning example, and by the way, you can use this in any area of your life. It's, a, it's just an example the, the, from a conversation that I had, um, but, but it's um, translatable into any area of your life, whether that's business, relationships, health, wealth, whatever it may be. If you're consistently doing the wrong thing, then you're not going to get to where you want to be. Um, you're not going to see the results that you want to see. So, using, like I say, using the language example that we've just talked about, if you're doing your uh, learning from the apps and the books, but you're not speaking it, when you do come to speak it, A, you're going to be super nervous because you're not used to speaking the language, but B, and more importantly, you may not be speaking it right. So you may see a word written down and you may be pronouncing it one way, but it's actually pronounced another way. And there's no way of knowing that because you're just looking at the words on a page and reading them. You're not um, actually speaking them out loud and having people be able to correct you when you're speaking that to them. You know, if you say um, or, or pronounce a word wrong in a lesson with a tutor, they're going to correct it and explain why it's wrong or how to get it right, how to say it right. You know, there's quite a few words that I've struggled with in Spanish because I really struggle rolling my R's when a, um, a, lot, a lot of Spanish words have rolled R's in there. And I really struggle with that because I don't roll my R's. Uh, it, uh, the English language doesn't necessarily call for that very often. Um, so I really struggle with that. But a couple of uh, my tutors have actually given me a few lessons in that. So I'm getting better at that. And there's no way that I would have been able to improve that no matter how many books I read, no matter how many apps I use, without actually speaking it and practicing it in in, in anger um, and having that tutor there to correct me. Um, so I think that sometimes we become wrapped up in making sure that we're doing things consistently. And don't get me wrong, I think consistency is massively important. You know, we talked about it a number of times here on the Property Entrepreneur Podcast, that consistency is king, that it's really important to be able to make sure that you can do something over and over and over again um, and to get there because there's no point, you know, like I quite often use the um, kind of fitness examples. There's no point getting a, f- a stretching routine um, for after you run, for example, that's half an hour long. That you're just never, ever going to do um, because you're just not going to do it. It's too long. You've not got time to fit it in. But if you had five minute workout that you could do afterwards or warm down with stretches, um, that's not complex, that you can, it's easy to remember. Now you're actually going to do that and that's going to allow you to get that consistency. But if you're doing exactly the same with the language thing, if you're doing the wrong stretches, then you're actually doing more harm than good. So you've got to make sure that you're doing the right stuff. And part of this is being self-aware and, and kind of analyzing your own performance. And, you know, like I say, we're using language as an example here, but it can, it, this is translatable into every area of your life, whether it's business, health, wealth, whatever. So if you, if you're taking that consistent action, it's got to be the right action. So be self-aware, have a kind of uh, a period of time where you self-reflect on how your achievements are coming along. So if you're learning a language, are you learning at the speed you want? Are you able to have the types of conversation you want to be having? 
in terms of finances? Do you have enough savings? Have you reached your savings target? Are you able to buy the things you want to be buying? Um, in terms of your fitness, are you able to run as far as you want? Are you able to play football for as long as you want it to be? Whatever your goals may be, um, you know, have that moment of self-reflection every now and again and say, right, is the training that I'm doing, is the work that I'm putting in getting me the results that I'm after? And if the answer's no, then you're either, you know, you've got to be really honest with yourself. You're either not doing it consistently enough, or if you are doing it consistently, then you're not doing the right thing. So, or maybe you are doing the right things, but you need to supplement it with something else. So you need to add additional things in. So, for example, with this person, all they need to do is add in some speaking practice. Um, but, and they, by the way, they still refuse to do the speaking practice even after having this conversation. Um, they, they decided to stick with what they were doing. They're going to be really struggling to progress further without doing that additional work. Now, they may be nervous doing that and getting over the initial um, the initial challenge of speaking to somebody, um, you know, on um, on an online system through video. But that's going to be much better and much less embarrassing than having a real life situation where they've got to speak the language to a person in real life for the first time. And then they find they come up short because they can't be understood. They're going to be more frustrated about that and potentially embarrassed. Um, if they get it seriously wrong, which is easy to do, uh, believe you me. Um, but, you know, I've had some really great tutors on italki and they've been really kind of empathetic and they help you along. And as you mess words up, um, they help you correct that. Whereas in, in a real life situation, you may not have time to have that um, kind of helpful conversation and people just might not be able to understand you, which is going to be very frustrating. So it's worth taking that moment of self-reflection um, on whatever it is you're doing, um, especially if you're not getting the results you want, and see what it is that's causing that. And like I said, you've got to be really, really honest about it. Are you being consistent enough? You know, is it a case, like I say, are you putting in lang for language learning or your fitness, for example? Are you, are you going to the gym once a week and, and expecting to um, change the world in terms of your fitness levels? Are you training for a marathon and you're only running once a week, five miles maybe, um, once a week? Um, so you need to increase that consistency yet maybe you're doing it every week but maybe you need to increase that to right let's change it to twice a week for a few weeks and then change it three times a week and build up that consistency and that volume of training that volume of practice and then once you've got that far right I'm, I'm, right, I'm now running four times a week I, I, you know, I really can't manage any more than that and in fact I don't recommend that you do any more than that much more than that um, what can I now do to alter what I'm doing? Now, maybe in the case of the running example, maybe you need to change your diet slightly. Maybe you need to have a look into nutrition um, and change the, the, the way you're eating on days that you're running or working out. Maybe you need to change it to a more protein-based meal if you're, if you're um, trying to gain uh, muscle. Maybe you need to change it to a more carb-heavy diet if you're trying to improve your endurance on running. Um, whatever it may be, maybe in terms of the language one, maybe you need to speak to some people through um, a tutor system or local classes or whatever. Maybe you need to increase your memory retention. So you use a flashcard app or actual flashcards. Um, whatever it is, there's ways to improve it. And the thing is, most things nowadays, there's a blueprint for how to improve at it. So there are, there are podcasts like this one about almost every subject you can imagine. There's um, a whole ton of 
web pages out there that um, are on almost every subject. So if you're trying to put muscle on, if you're trying to run a marathon for the first time, if you're trying to learn a language, there's all kinds of learning resources available on the web, on YouTube. Um, so there really is no excuse for not being able to have the right information um, to, to get going. Um, there's all kinds of books that you can buy, um, all different kinds of courses on everything. There's a whole wealth of resource and information out there. And when in actual fact, the real danger is uh, information overload because you try and implement everything that you're reading and just become overwhelmed. Um, but you've got to really pick out those core bits that are going to make the biggest difference to you and implement those. If they work, keep them. If they don't, get rid of them um, and do some little testing like that. But like I say, the real key thing is being self-aware because you need to know what's worked and what's not. If you keep going with everything, you're going to kind of overwhelm yourself and burn out, uh, which nobody wants. So uh, we want to try to avoid that um, as much as we can. Um, and, and just like I say, take that moment of self-reflection um, and identify what's really working. Let's keep that, do more of that. What's really not working? Let's get shot of that and put something else in place or let's tweak it and do it some a slightly different way and see if that works. So I thought it was a really interesting conversation. And like I said, I was a little bit disappointed um, that the person still went away and said they're not going to do that. Um, you know, you, but I can't help everybody. Uh, I don't think anybody can help anybody, uh, help everybody, sorry. I think you can try and help as many people as you can. But as the saying goes, you can only lead a horse to water. Um, so I, I hope that they do manage to do it. And I hope that they find a way to um, to have that self-reflection and analyse and say, you know, okay, what I'm doing um, hasn't been working. Let's change it up a little bit. And I hope you can too. I hope there's somebody listening now that's thinking, actually, do you know what? I've been thinking that, that this hasn't been working for me, so I need to try something else. So hopefully this has inspired you to go and take that away and have a look at how you can improve it. You know, I think it was Albert Einstein who said, uh, um, uh, that, uh, only a fool um, keeps doing the same thing over and over again, but expects different results. And I think that's true. I think a lot of us fall into that trap. A lot of us keep thinking if we keep doing this over and over and over again, that we're going to get the right results. Well, if you're doing the same things, you're going to get the same outcomes. Uh, if you want to get different outcomes, you need to do different things. Um, I think it's logical when you say it like that and people go, oh, yeah, that makes sense. But you don't really think about it naturally. So uh, if you think about that, you know, different things equals different results, different actions equals different results, same actions equals same results and kind of mull that over in your head um, to try and get you back on track. Um, and improve whatever it is that you're trying to improve a little bit quicker. So that's all I wanted to talk today. Uh, talk about today. Hopefully it's helped out a little bit. Hopefully there's a couple of you thinking right there, um, oh yeah, I need to go and have a look at this area of my life because I've not been as, um, as uh, and I've not been winning as much in that area as I would like to have been winning. I've not been as successful as I wanted to be successful in that area. Maybe I can try something different, go and Google a few different things and implement those and then those don't work try something else but if they do keep those doing a bit more of it so hopefully like i say that's how hopefully you all have a good weekend coming up and i shall see you all next week thank you very much for listening